Hi guys, this is Joe from the Power Records podcast here in beautiful Toronto, Canada. I'm outside today uh, doing this podcast to you and it's a cold day. It's getting colder. I got my sunglasses on because I love looking at the sun just going through the clouds. You know, the fall weather, you know, it brings the different colors everywhere and the clouds look different. They're, they look you know, more bulkier, like that snow's up there and it's ready to come down, which it is going to happen in a few days. Apparently, we're going to get a blast of winter here and I'm just waiting for it and waiting for it because I have to drive through this every day, but that's what we call winter and that's why it's so beautiful to have four seasons, isn't it? Four seasons in North America here in Toronto, Canada. Hey, that's the name of a van, the Four Seasons, remember them? Uh, but anyways, uh, so this podcast is for vinyl record collectors or sellers, people that have a business selling vinyl records. This is the podcast for you. This is where I give you advice on selling vinyl records, right? And that's what I'm here for. If you have a vinyl record site online, you're one of the many, many people that are opening up vinyl record sites because vinyl records have become not the thing of the past but the thing of the future there's more and more vinyl record stores popping up they are out selling cds now more than they have from the 80s it's an amazing accomplishment but they're back and it looks like they're back for good because people want to buy vinyl vinyl sounds better than cds sounds better than online music So that's why you have an opportunity to make money in this business. If you want to know more about making money with the online business, with selling vinyl online, I do have a book. And the book is called The New Antique. And it's available on Amazon Kindle. It's only selling for a few bucks. Why not buy it? If you're in the business or if you're just starting a business, Again, it's called The New Antique, and you go to Amazon Kindle, and you type in The New Antique, and you'll see it there. I hope you do that. And guys, we, the Power Records business, sell vinyl records on MusicStack, a site called MusicStack. There's a vinyl records uh, store called MusicStack, and they sell millions and millions of records there. I kind of like them, and I'll talk about them in a little bit more. And there's uh, even better, better vinyl record site called Discogs and they sell vinyl records and I love Discogs. I have about 500 records for sale on that site and I have about 45,000 records for sale on the Miss Music Stack site as well too. So have a look at it when you got time you know and if you're interested to buy records uh, let me know. Uh, my email is jlc a-r-o-n-e at simpatico So guys, I I talk about cleaning records here all the time and how important it is to have your record cleaned and ready to go when you're shipping it off to somebody else. And it's it's kind of important, right? It's It's important because the fact is that, you know, the record, you're the last person that sees that record before you put it in that vinyl shipper, right? And the next person that opens it up is going to be your customer. So it better be looking pretty good. Uh, so I always say that use a vinyl cleaner 
You know, there's manual cleaners out there, manual cleaning brushes. There's machines that, you know, cost a few hundred dollars that you could buy off Amazon that you pop in your record and it brushes it clean, nice and clean. Does it remove this noise? Yeah, kind of. It can take away the static noise and reduce the noise on the on the uh, vinyl LP as possible. But I saw something really interesting that my daughter sent me the lick on yesterday is using glue, glue to clean off the vinyl, right? The vinyl static, dust, whatever you want to call it, even reducing noise. I think the YouTube video is talks about that there's noise reduction by using glue in um, as cleaning records. So what it is basically is this gentleman popped on an LP and he played it and you could hear the static, you know, and the cla- the the pops and nicks and all that through the record at the beginning and, and he started playing the song for about I guess five minutes you hear it and then he takes the record out he puts it back on and he gets this white glue I guess it's wood glue as he called it wood glue and he um, applied it on the vinyl record as it was turning and making all these circles around the record which I found very odd but however hey you know what you don't know until you try but and then after that he got this flat type of, um, of uh, spatula that was made of paper, I think, and he spread it across the vinyl record, flattened it out, uh, the glue all across the vinyl record, and um, and waited till it's dry, right? And he, the next day, you see that the coating of the glue is on the vinyl record, can't really tell that much and then he went through the process of peeling it off and I thought he would have a tough time getting it off of it but then I remember it was a vinyl record and he peeled all the glue back like almost in one piece and um, you know the record looked clean it looked like all the dust and everything was out of there he showed it on the uh, YouTube video and he popped it on the um, turntable again and voila it was sounding better now did it get rid of all the pops and that not entirely but it seemed to clean up a lot of the static that you hear and a little bit of the noise and i saw a difference there now would i do that uh, i don't know whether i'd i'd want to put glue you know i just think there'd be problems with that but however it, you know you could try it maybe try it on an old record see if it works you may want to sell it for a higher price because you've got it cleaned so well you're going to go through quite a bit of glue because he used quite a bit of glue to on one side so you think of it you got to use it on both sides so you may want to give it a try if you are going to give it a try use an older record that you really don't need you know and you're not going to cry if you if it if it uh, ruins the record but that's what i saw yesterday my daughter sent me a link and i found it very very interesting that i want to share that with you today so Guys, what I want to talk about today is, I kind of touched upon it earlier in the podcast, is, you know, the sites and how well they are for selling vinyl records, what what they are, what, what kind of uh, quality you get, um, what are the good things, bad things about it, and where to sell your vinyl. For, for instance, I told you in past episodes that you should be looking at 
um, selling on multiple sites. Don't just pick eBay to sell your vinyl records uh, because of the fact that um, uh, there's other sites too, right? eBay is a big, big audience. Uh, Amazon is an even bigger audience. Uh, so I will definitely focus on selling your records there. Uh, but there are other music sites that are growing because of the popularity of selling um, vinyl records. You know, these sites are starting to do well. You know, not so much before, but even better now, I would say. So Discogs is the other vinyl site. Of course, they sell CDs and tapes, and so do eBay and Amazon, right? No no change there. Um, but they have, they seem, for me, they seem to be the experts in selling uh, vinyl. So I always go to them. When I buy my vinyl, I go to Discogs almost 95% of the time. I don't know what it is. They've, I've built up my inventory with Discogs. They got what I need, and there's so many suppliers in Canada. So that's where I turn to. When I get an order uh, on my site or um, uh, Facebook or wherever it is, I turn to Discogs to get my uh, inventory. And this is not something I'm getting paid for, by the way, guys. Discog is not paying me to mention them on there and how good they are. It's just that um, I, I've been using them for a good eight or nine years now, and I like them. Um, now, the, the uh, thing also I like about them is when I do listings on Discogs, um, you know, you don't have to load up any pictures, and you can if you want to, but everything is there. So you type in the serial number of the record uh, catalog number and it comes up and it's so so easy and you list it you write down your condition you type in your condition and any other thing you want to say about the condition of the record and ship you add your shipping cost and voila it's done it's done within a few minutes and that's what i like about them and they're very very easy to use and um i um i like them for that reason uh, because it's load, it's loading up my inventory is very easy. Now there's no um, there's no auctions on that. However, there's a buy it now type of uh, not a buy it now, but I make an offer option on there. Uh, I don't like using that when I sell because there's a lot of people that try to lowball you. And if you're selling a record for twenty five bucks, they're putting in an offer like a twelve dollars. Totally ridiculous offers most of the time. So I stay away from the make it offer because I just, I haven't got the time to respond to somebody that if you're selling a near mint record and they're offering you $12, I don't try not to bother with it. So I stick to the, just the um, buy the record now feature and I stay away from uh, make it offer. Now I've made offers to other people, but I, you know, I'm usually fair. I usually go down a couple bucks. I don't slash up like by 50%. So those are the two options you have on Discogs. Now, Music Stack is um, is pretty good too, and they are easy to list. You can uh, type in your catalog, type it in, and you don't have to attach a picture. There's 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 um, online pictures that you can use there. Um, I just find Music Stack kind of old. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it, but they're not like modern looking in terms of um, their uh, their appeal. I don't know what it is. However, most of the people on Music Stack that I've dealt with are like record record experts, and you can't you can't try to jive them or anything or or, or give them the give them a, um, false information. They know what they're doing. Most of them, 
right? But I, I, I'm not too crazy about the site, the way it looks. However, it's easy to use. Their fees are, are pretty reasonable. Same with Discogs, pretty reasonable fees. So I, have, I don't have too much of a problem with them. Um, I, I, um, I, I like using, I, I, the bulk of my records are there, so they're not that bad. Um, but that's what I've seen from Music Stack. So for somebody like eBay, um, um, eBay is okay to use. I've been using eBay since 2008. Um, you know, I don't, they're kind of like a hassle, I, I, I will say. And the reason why I'm saying that is because uh, you have to load up your pictures there. And I understand because eBay doesn't have just records. They have all these sorts of different items for sale in different categories. So you got to take your picture. You got to take more than one picture of your cover of your sleeve and that. And it's more time consuming to list on eBay. And the other thing I don't like about eBay is their fees. God, did they really gouge you on fees? They 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 gouge you on shipping. If you they they charge you for putting a price on shipping. In other words, if you're sh- selling shipping an item for $14, they will take $2 of it in fees. It doesn't make any sense to me, but I understand why they're doing it because a lot of people lowball their price and, and up their shipping costs to make money. And so that they had no, no choice but to do that. But they also charge you for the cost of the product. So if you're selling it for $14, they, they give you an, another dollar hit or so. So you're giving like $3 away to them on their fees, which is kind of upsetting. And the other thing I don't like about them is that you got to continually list. Your listing expires, whereas Discogs and Music Stock are forever, right? And um, Amazon is forever, whereas eBay, it expires after 30 days uh, or 7 days or 10 days auction, whatever it is, and you got to go relist it again, which is a pain in the butt, right? Especially for people like you and I that have other things to do. So that's what I see from them. However, they have a big, big audience, which is why I like them all over the world. And you have good chances of selling vinyl records on eBay because of it. But you got to sell at reasonable prices or else nobody will touch you, right? So I don't mind, don't get me wrong, I don't mind listing on eBay. There are some things that are good. The thing I find another pain in the butt about is the auctions. I don't like listing as auctions um, from the fact is because, you know, it takes more time, it takes more work, and, um, you know, you know, what do you list at? You know, with records, it's a little bit more confusing, you know, on starting auctions with records. So I try to stay away from that when I'm listing on eBay. Um, Amazon is great. Uh, I like listing on Amazon. Number one, they are number one. Uh, they, their audience is number one. They have tons and tons of following all over the world. You know, uh, billions of people use Amazon, and why not list there? So I have about 1,200 records on Amazon that I list there. Now, they also gouge you on, on fees. If you sell something for $29, a record for $29, they take six bucks. (laughs) They take six bucks of that. So it's a big, big um, number they take. So if you don't like it, then why don't you open up an Amazon store? Because when you open up an Amazon store, that fee goes down, gets cut in half. You got to be making a good, you know, 
a good uh, amount of sales there to open up a store for $29 a month. And that's $29 US. Um, but if you don't like the fees, that's your choice. You can open up a store, cut out the fees, and then pay the price of the store. Uh, but I love Amazon. They're easy to list. You just type in the title of the song, say list yours, bang, away you go within a few minutes. Uh, I like them. I like them for that. Um, and because of the audience size. And they are the ones I would pick out of all those uh, um, outfits I told you about. Uh, they are ranked number one for me as listing my vinyl records. So guys, I hope that has given you some information today and that you are taking notes and you are selling online. Online sales of records are still going up. So get in on the game, guys. Build up your inventory. Like I said, you can build it up through flea markets, uh, through private sales, through uh, bulk listings, uh, through other sites. Uh, you can build it up many ways. And once you do, and you got 500 records or so for sale, then get on these sites and start listing them and start making money. Okay, guys, that's my show for today. Episode number 67, I believe I'm at. <laughs> uh, but that's my show for today. And over and out, we'll talk to you soon. Keep collecting those vinyl records. Bye now.